it's the Page Avenue Crew. It's a podcast, and my name's Adam. I'm Dan. I'm Josh. It's your boy Ryan. What's up? Spooky voice. It's story of the oh. year. It's the fucking holidays. Yeah. Wrong holidays, man. You're late, bro. It's about to be Thanksgiving. Wait a minute. It's about to be Thanksgiving for us. By the time people hear this, it will be Thanksgiving will have already happened. Thanksgiving was yesterday, bro. Yeah. It's like all the people listening to this podcast just like barged up in our diner, stole little kid's scooter, turned it into a skateboard, and then went on this chase with these bad dudes, and then one of them got poop dumped on him at the end. Poop. Just missed it. You know what I mean? Cut just now. Out. Yeah, if you can't tell, we're on Zoom again. Uh, I'm looking at a video of Joshua's little son <laughs> running around behind him. That kid, dude, I feel like that dude and my son. Oh, dude. Once this fucking apocalypse is over and they can hang out, it's going to be something. They'll burn a house down. Yeah, those little fuckers. I hope they do burn a house down. That'd be a good story. Yeah. How y'all doing tonight? How is everyone? <laughs> How's everybody doing out there in the world? <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> I'm just, I was talking to you assholes. Not people I know, listening. I know, but it was funnier because you were talking to us. Hey, everyone out there in Radio Land, it's I'm, Ryan hey, Phillips. On, uh, I'm, just asking, I'm just asking how you guys are doing. I'm happy to see you guys. I've been looking at a fucking uh, Photoshop for 10 hours straight. Hey, just one Photoshop? <laughs> at a Photoshop. <laughs> Only one at a time. Yeah. You can't do two. You can't do three. I'm good. I get better sleep now because I sleep like Darth Vader in his chamber. <laughs> Tight. I got that CPAP. Hold on, man. I got to yell at these kids. Fuck those God kids. Goddamn. But goddamn. Well, goddamn. Yeah, they barged in on Josh with his helmet off, and now he's fucking mad. Yo, am I not allowed to like say, like, hey, how's everyone, how's everyone doing? Is that You're fucking, allowed to say whatever you want. No, is that just, dorky? It, it was just the, uh, <laughs> no, it, it just sounded just... like a stage like question, you know? Like, oh. hey, how you guys doing tonight? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not good at talking. We're not good place. at being professional is the problem. <laughs> we can't no. handle it. Nah. Anytime we're trying to be serious about anything, it just fucking crumbles. No, like for real, I, I'm not even joking. I've been on my fucking computer all day and like it was just one of those long days and I, I saw you guys and you guys were, like drinking and shit and it just made me happy. I was like, hey, yeah, how man. you guys doing? I'm swell. Yeah. My internet connection's way better. I'm so fucking over Zoom I can't even tell you, but this is worlds different. Yeah. It's a good good call, Adam. Yeah, you're not you're not you're not stalling out for seven seconds. <laughs> Josh, nah. what does it sound like when he stalls? Uh, <laughs> that was my yeah. favorite thing. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's obviously way cooler when you dudes are here and Josh comes in with his, his cooler and his, his like Yeti cup and all that shit. <laughs> and he's just ready to party. Yeah. But this yeah. is for me also a, like a super uplift because I'm personally in like hella quarantine, even more than what's recommended now because pandemic's fucking out of control. Because I've got a couple of family members who have had COVID and uh, my wife and I were near one of them recently. So it's fucking lockdown time again. You stood next to one of them gross zombies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sickos. <laughs> gross. Yeah, and like we talked about this last week, but even though we, we kind of have to do this remotely for the time being, like it's still fucking better than nothing. I'm still happy we get to do this. You know? Same. Yeah. Still better than nothing, but I do fucking miss being in a room with you guys. It's weird. I think I love you guys. <laughs> Yo, we ain't gay, you. bro. Of course you do. Yeah, the dudes from Bowling for Soup. They have this podcast called uh, Rockstar Dads, whatever. I just did it last week. Uh, my app, dude, check this out. My episode is with Scott Ian from Anthrax. How dope was is that? Is it really? Yeah, yeah. You, anyway, were like, you were on Zoom together with him? No, no. It's just like our interviews are back to back on the same podcast. I haven't listened to it, but I just 
saw it on social media. It was like us and the Ying Yang twins on Pepsi Smash. Yeah. But anyway, I was telling those dudes, just right now, we can't tour. We can't do much. But this is one thing that we have control over. And I, like, I really look forward to it every week. And even though we're on fucking stupid Zoom, uh, again, man, I look forward to this shit every week. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped we're doing it. I thought oh, yeah. you were coming to my house this week. Oh, fuck. I was supposed to. Liar. You were. I forgot. God. I forgot. I, I got forgot. I was going to ask you that, but I figured you don't have the whole setup to do multiple mics. Maybe you do, though. No. If Ryan came here, he'd have to bring whatever he has where he records into, because I think that yeah. has two mic inputs into it. I was thinking about that, and I was like, nah. If I came there, I would kiss your wife. That's fine. On her tits. <laughs> titties. Yeah. Yeah, you could be, uh, I think you Big should. Big ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> Nothing. You, uh, it doesn't matter now. That no, was, that was way See, better is, than anything I would have said. Is, all right, Mother Nature just pissed her pants suit. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Tropic Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Daniel oh, McBride. That's so good, dude. You know Skyler from He Is Legend um, works at a bar in North Carolina, I guess, and they film. I don't. Now I do. No, yeah. thanks for telling us though. Oh, uh, here, there's news for you, and. Um, <laughs> They film The Righteous Gemstones in North Carolina, South Carolina. And he said on the reg, Danny McBride and all those people are just at his bar. And he knows like a bunch of people on the crew That's and has awesome. hung out with Danny McBride. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I, I listened to Danny McBride on, um, I forgot what podcast, maybe on Dax Shepard or some shit. I don't know. But he was talking about how, you know, he doesn't live in LA. He lives in uh, whatever Carolina. Oh, and, dude, I heard that one. It's great. Oh, yeah. And like. It was super cool. It's like, he's like, I just want to be like, I mean, I work in Hollywood, um, but I want to just, he was just talking about how he just like wants to be a regular dude and like the locals in his town are like protective over him. Like if he goes to mm -hmm. a bar and like people fuck with him, like the locals would be like, hey, don't, don't fuck with him. You know, he's <laughs> just, awesome. he's, he's one of us. He's just a dude. Like he drives his kid to school every morning, fucking goes, he's like just a regular dude in his town and, and like everyone's just really like loves that and he's just. They, they like respect the fuck out of him for it and just pr really protective of him. It's really protective, dope. like don't bother him for selfies and shit, kind of protective. Yeah. And if people, if they see like other people doing it, they're just like, hey, play cool, man. Like, yeah. this is our fucking cool, neighbor. Dude, you know? do the Kenny Powers vote. Like, no, bro, not in our bar. Yeah. They'll like fucking put the stop to that shit, you know? And just be like, no, That's he's awesome. just, he's one of us, you know? He just like goes out to restaurants. He's just like a normal dude out there. I don't know. I just, I fucking love that. Um, I, there is like, you know, for people out there that are like, uh, you know, especially like Josh and I that listen to like, um, you know, Two Bears, One Cave, Joe Rogan, like that whole world. Like there's just like this mass exodus of people leaving Los Angeles. Um, even before pre-COVID, I've always been really fascinated by anyone in this industry or like any in, in, in the entertainment industry that like manages to not live in L.A. Like Harrison Ford has like a ranch in Montana. Mm -hmm. Fucking... Uh, like even like Brendan Fraser lives in Connecticut. Like anyone that's able to like not live in LA and like have somewhat of a normal life. I just, I always find that really fascinating. Yeah. I think Tom Segura is moving now too. They're all fucking moving, dude. They're all peaceful. I, I think Burt Kreischer's not moving because he's Burt Kreischer. Why would he move? He goes, he was, he goes I'm waiting for everyone else to move. And then when the <laughs> comedy store opens back up, yeah, yeah. I'll be the biggest comic on the planet. <laughs> uh, um, the one of the last Rogan's one he was talking about, cause he, he moved to Austin and he was talking about how, for him, the coolest thing is living in a town where no one is part of the entertainment industry, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just regular people. So I feel like instantly it made me think of our band. You know, we spent a year in California, but they're like, dude, for what? The last 15 years, we live in a city where no one is trying to be famous. 
Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And like, I find that like really um, refreshing and awesome. And it's weird. Like I, it t- I've always like felt that, but just hearing like uh, Rogan say it, I was like, damn, that is like really sp- something that's like massively important to me as just a human is living somewhere where people aren't trying to be famous. You know, like I, like not that we're any, anywhere near a b lists or even c list celebrities but like we're like k, k yeah or l but i we d- we go in i mean like we get recognized at bars and shit like mostly dan uh i, I definitely I, don't i get recognized at like my kids Josh takes my picture at the bar all the time <laughs> that's great hey man uh would you mind yeah hey, will you take this picture for me yeah let me um, cut that head off i get like stopped and recognized like uh, quite a bit but like it's different people are just like oh cool man yeah yeah yeah, blah blah blah. and everyone's just cool and like we're just regular dudes and we're just surrounded by people that aren't trying to be famous and it's cool we did that shit 17 years ago they can kiss our ass we're the fucking (laughs) real real innovators of this not living in the cool spot scene yeah yeah (laughs) we know what we're doing yeah isn't it kind of interesting how like i i lived we just didn't have enough money or else we probably would have stayed in la but oh i would not i would not have i would not have i i would have Sorry, guys. Sorry. I basically got kicked out of L.A. when I got divorced. Um, (laughs) She took the city. Yeah, it was it was weird. Um, (laughs) But I (laughs) I love L.A. and I made really good friends there. Like Christian Meadows from After Midnight Project is like that's one. You have one friend. (laughs) Hey, you love you love L.A. like Huey Lewis. Yeah. So I made one friend there. And (laughs) point being, like, I made really good friends that are like lifelong friends now. But I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like it's a different, completely different vibe. Like you're saying, because everyone is, if someone's not trying to get famous, they're at least like name dropping and trying to make it known that they're not trying to get famous in a way. There's like this thing, like no one's impressed by anything. Cause it's like, oh yeah, uh, that person, uh, goes to this bar where I go, or my cousin's dad is that person's lawyer. You know, everything is everybody kind of trying to be a little too cool. Mm-hmm. And that's no shade on, on people who lived there or grew up there because that's just the nature of a place like that where everybody kind of does know somebody and everyone's trying to just be normal. So I, I get it more having lived there and having met people who grew up there. But, um, on the flip side, St. Louis is like, people are so stoked that we're from their hometown and want to just hang. Like there's a little bit of like fan vibe going on, but it's in such like a, Oh fuck. Yeah. You're, you're one of us kind of vibe that that it's not, ever awkward to me personally uh people know better than to approach me <laughs> you know dude you know what i've been th- what's been on my mind like really hard the last i don't know probably two years uh that ties directly into this conversation string theory, string theory. m theory dark matter <laughs> <laughs> no um so like okay you know when we're touring a lot we're on mtv blah blah I just had this part of my ego that like i could not wait to tell people what i did for a living you know being on an airplane You'd sit next mm-hmm. to somebody and like you'd start talking, whatever. And like, ego, dude, young ego. It's like, like so like when you're on an airplane, you pull out a magazine with your face on the cover. <laughs> Is that what you did? That's not what I did. Uh, we all know someone who did that, but not we me. Sure do. But, but anyway, uh, um, I was in a band with that person. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just like you know, so it's like I, my fucking my ego would be like, oh, I just. What do you do? Cool, cool. And just like sitting there waiting for them to ask me and be like, oh, now that you asked, you know, like I just sold a million records and like, I'm, I see those dudes back there. It's just like, we tour the world and like, we live our dreams, huh? You know? Um, yeah. In like the last year or two, like I've just, 
you know, I, I think it ties in with St. Louis just being around like regular, like it's a very like working class town, you know? Now I, I, it's almost like a game I play with myself to like see how long I can go before I tell someone what, what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like I try, I make it a point to like talk about anything and everything, like other passions, other hobbies, blah, blah, anything. And I, it, like I wait as long as I possibly can to say, to bring up the, you know, story there and what we've accomplished and like what my jobs are and shit like that. It's kind of a thing I've been doing late, lately, you know? Yeah. Josh looks different on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Do you you growing yeah. your beard out or something? <laughs> you growing your chest hair out and your forehead hair? <laughs> All my hair and your cheek hair and your arm hair. I said, uh, do you know that picture I put in the text chain? I found I was cleaning out my. Uh, I'm, I'm just always cleaning shit out of my house and throwing stuff away, and I found that picture of me being baptized. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dan's comment was, "Was that before or after the sex?" <laughs> dude. I just really wanted to know. I don't know. Oh God, so uh, fucking dude, good. I sh- uh, we after the last AMA, you were looking pretty sexy in that. So yeah, me and Dan got on the Discord voice channel, where it can also be a video channel, and I showed everybody on there this picture of Dan from like tenth grade Tight. in yeah. photography class. It was fantastic. I don't know why it's hanging up in my laundry room for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Josh, I have a, a a picture of you. At either homecoming or prom with my wife, with Ashley. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah. Me and I, we, we went to homecoming together. Homecoming, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a picture of it. That's funny. Fuck, I got to find it. I got to show it to you. I've seen, I've seen it. She sends it to me randomly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's We're small great. town as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's tight. I still have this picture of Ryan that I'm going to put on a kick drum head one day. Without <laughs> his knowing, it's gonna be great. What? Which one is it? It's like it's a picture of me and you, but I'm I'm not gonna put me in it. We're prop 15, 16. We both had the butt cut, and like <laughs> yeah. I, you might have still had braces. <laughs> I definitely had braces. It's like we're standing in your garage at your mom's house. I, it's just this weird black and white picture, but I'm definitely gonna get it and put it on like a kick drum head Fuck in yeah. between sound check and the show, so you don't know about it until it happens. Tight. I had them I'm shits excited. for I had them shits for five years. I had braces for fucking five years. So did I. Yeah. My lip got busted three times a week for five years. <laughs> yep. God. Beautiful teeth. Yeah. I and then I, one day you I should make wait. your kick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom. I didn't wear my rubber bands. Yeah. Oh, raw dog. Yeah, man. Raw dog. And then one time, uh, maybe after that, you should make your kick drum head. <laughs> you should make it Dan's baby picture where it looks like Benjamin Button. <laughs> where his hands all uh, God dude. You came out fucking melted, man. <laughs> wow. It turned out beautiful yeah, that though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> you can't. I just, okay. Uh, yeah, man. yeah, I did. <laughs> you're right man i, I was yeah. belted hey you're right <laughs> oh my god uh, hey i didn't uh didn't have any hair gel or whatever yet i didn't know how to make yeah, myself know, look any better you know uh, that depth nine uh, depth nine dude you remember those days if anyone on this po- uh, anyone on this podcast anyone listening to this podcast uh, other than the participants is old enough to remember Depp hair gel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us what the highest number you used was. Hey, me we, and Ryan should have bought stock in Depp. We should have bought stock. <laughs> Dude, same. Dude. New metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Hard as a rock. Dude, yep. just like- <laughs> then you blow dry it, it turns super hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It was really hard, but if you like 
shook your hands through it, it like just disintegrated. Yeah, it was, it was fucking gone. dust. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you had to like get it there and just let it sit because if you fucked with it, it would just go away. On the opposite end, me and Dan used Murray's for a long time. Yeah, that, that's that just the opposite. Stayed in your hair for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that oh, would wow. never come out. Yeah, I tried that once. I did not like that. That's gross. It's probably, st- it's probably still in my hair. <laughs> they didn't make a lot of that. A lot of that kind of product back then. That was. Would, would you spill something there? I sure <laughs> did. Josh has made, made a bar, bar foul. God, a whole beer all over my phone. You <laughs> got <laughs> a drinking problem. Dude, I dropped my phone in the toilet a couple weeks ago. Oh. Um, submerged, took that shit out. Totally all good. No worries. Yeah, Water resistant. Yeah, when I was in uh, Gulf Shores over the summer or last summer or whenever the fuck I was there, uh, I've got in the pool with my phone in my pocket for like five minutes straight. <laughs> and I didn't know it. And it fucking worked fine. Those remember Apple, on the, those Apple products? Remember good. on that uh, that warped cruise when Jenny, her, yeah. her, she dropped her phone off the fucking cruise ship. <laughs> it's still in the bottom of what? the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. holy shit, it's uh, probably still on. I wasn't there uh, because I was a quitter. Yep. Oh, that's Dude, right. You know, uh, the past like four iPhones can do like thirty minutes in three feet of water. I Damn, can attest to at least five minutes underwater in a yeah. pool. It works fine. So it's the same phone I have right now. I just got it too. It was brand new. It was like the 11, right when it came out. I had one time a long time ago. It was, uh, it was probably two, three years ago. I got in the pool at my mom's house. And uh, I was just hanging out with the kids or whatever. And I got out of the pool and I was just kind of standing there. And I was like, I need to, I, did, I checked something on my phone and I couldn't find it. Totally in my back pocket for like 45 minutes in the pool. 45? Holy shit. Did it work? Did it work? Fuck no, it didn't work. Oh, that was old, that was <laughs> so old like, shit. I, I freaked out and immediately went to like the Apple store and sat there for two hours. Damn. Waiting for someone to like exchange my phone. Josh, when you when you swim, does your dick float? Yeah. Tight. It's buoyant. It keeps my whole body afloat. <laughs> Dude. Hey, speaking of your dick floating, you know has anyone seen that movie? Um I feel like it went straight to Netflix, but it's um It's called a life shaft. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's the girl Is that a raft? Get it. She's a comedian, uh she's kinda like tall and kind of lanky and uh kind of mousy looking super fucking funny i can't remember what her name is but it's it's her and david spade it's i think it's called the wrong the wrong missy oh i haven't watched that yet oh no. yeah i watched that yeah that's good it's fucking funny dude but yeah. she's she's just a fucking crazy bizarre freak of a person and uh she talks about like let's get in the hot tub and and until your wiener floats or something. It's a fucking funny movie. It's it's another like hey, cool story, Dick sleeper, face. awesome, co- <laughs> uh, <laughs> sleeper like super dope comedy like Herbie Halloween or Hubie Halloween. Yeah, Adam. For some reason, I can't, I can't imagine you watching Hubie Halloween. For some reason, I don't know. Why. Really? I just don't Dude, know why. I don't know. It's fucking Adam Sandler doing a voice. That's my shit. I know. It's so bad. I love it. Hey, Hubie Halloween. Has anybody seen? Um, and this is this is gonna lead us into our. Our little conversation that the patrons helped us out with, but Palm Springs, yes, with Andy Samberg, yep, that's no, good. that shit's good. That movie's all, Ryan, you got watch. Oh, Ryan doesn't have Hulu. I have it. Oh, you got it. Yep, it's good. It's on it's, Hulu. It's like Groundhog Day, but more serious. Oh, cool. It's great. It's fucking. It's awesome. Cool. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> hey, how you guys doing out there? All right. <laughs> hey there, listeners. Uh, I'm in the middle of watching watching the haunting of Bly Manor. Oh. Spooky. Spooky. You're still on the Halloween shit. Ooh. I just don't ever, I don't generally watch stuff like that all the time, but this one's kind of cool. Yeah, Jenny watched that, but she didn't like it very much for some reason. Hey, well, fuck her. What does she know? Yeah, 
beat her ass. I don't like the haunting shows where they try to act like, well, I'm not a real ghost believer, but... They try to act like ghosts are real is what you're saying? I'm not into the serious exorcism movies and shit. I'm like, hey, come Dan, on, sometimes, man. Sometimes you gotta suspend disbelief, you know what I mean? I know, I'm fine with that when it's like really ridiculous, like like Friday the 13th or something, but... You guys remember when I uh, messaged the world, the working title of that, I'm pretty sure it was called Fingered by a Ghost. It yep. definitely was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fingered by a ghost. Based on a true story. We should make merch with your working titles on the shirts. <laughs> no, nah, we should just let our new merch company roll with whatever they're doing. Because it's <laughs> yeah, working out. I think out. They're, they're smarter than us. They're <laughs> slaying it, dude. I, I texted you guys a screenshot of the... Uh, I mean, you guys are, are way better social media than me, so you probably saw it. But I, I opened my phone up and saw it. I was like, we're like a real band now. We got a fucking merch store. <laughs> we have merch that doesn't suck. <laughs> Ghostsignal.co yeah. still. still on that site. So yep. go there and uh, check out these new bundles that we got. It's pretty good shit. We got a new Page Avenue sh- uh, hoodie. I'm about that. It's it's really cool. And that long sleeve. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna wear that. I'm still waiting for my merch order from the live streams. Yeah, I forgot to do that. I forgot to do that too. Hey, anybody li- anybody listen to this? You guys should uh, message my other bandmates and tell them to do a wolf stream because we need to do that shit. Like of us playing the album in a live performance. Yeah, I want to do it really bad. Nah, just shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it by myself. <laughs> I got Pro Tools. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. I just want to hear you guys play it to perfection, then I'll sing it. Hey, uh, what can we talk about Thanksgiving? I feel like we've been on tour for a couple of Thanksgivings, right? Probably like smallpox. <laughs> uh, you know, the rape and pillage of the, uh, you know, the people in this land. Yeah, Manifest and, uh, Destiny, you know, the good stuff. It's kind of a fucking weird holiday, man. <laughs> it's a, a super bizarre holiday. Yeah, I'm not about it these days. I don't think anybody celebrates Thanksgiving like... Hey, man, this is cool. This is what happened. <laughs> no, it's usually just kind of like, hey, when we get together with my family and have a bunch of food. It's a time yeah, to be fucking, thankful for the things food you have in your life. It's all it is. Adam, damn, when you guys were like, when we were trying to be like super political, not trying, we fucking were. You guys were like real passionate about it, writing the lyrics and stuff. But and in when that, I played those drum beats, I was all <laughs> political. In that era, did you guys ever read A People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn? Yeah, I read that. Yeah, back in the day. I haven't read it, but I've read like the uh, I've read the Wikipedia article on it. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got the cliff notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I read it a couple times. It's, it's good. It's awesome. I've, I mean, yeah, I've read that and like you know some other kind of shit in that vein. Really makes you go, damn Thanksgiving. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I mean, that's most most holidays are fucking nothing to do with you know what we celebrate them for, but it's just a time to to just uh, you know hang out with people. Yeah, man. Have a good time with your family and friends. Aww. And being on tour, you missed that shit. Yeah, I remember. I know we spent at least one. Two. But I, th- I think there could be two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanksgiving's at a, uh, what's that fucking place? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. That was our go-to on, on the road. Yeah. Only on Thanksgiving. Not, not normally. I said go-to on the road like we used to go there a lot. No, only on Thanksgiving. I don't remember which cities, but I definitely remember it happening twice. Does something about... I don't, maybe I'm just strange, but something about Cracker Barrel, I gives me the fucking willies, dude. I have the weirdest feeling when I'm in that place. I love Cracker Barrel. Because it feels racist as shit everywhere you look. The good thing is, for Thanksgiving, cool, for, for us on the road, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. On the road, you know, we're so used to being in our world, so you go there and it's exactly like being at your creepy aunt and uncle's house where half the family fucking hates you and you're just in a weird situation. So it's exactly the same either way. Hate black people and hate brown people and hate... You're like, wow, this is not where I want to be, but I'm here. That's the holidays. That's how my life has always been. I don't know. That hash brown casserole is dope. It just smells like old people in there and it's just like, (laughs) oh, just, there's like 
crafts every, I don't know, dude. I something about it gives me the fucking willies, dude. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> hey, don't fucking lie. You want one of those fucking rocking chairs on your front porch. I'm not afraid to say fuck that place. Don't ever sponsor us, please. Josh, no shade on on you enjoying the food. But it, yeah, it's it's a fucking weird place. I mean, they have food that is edible, yes, and it's fine. <laughs> I like it. I don't I don't know anything about the place. I'm not trying to be like disparaging or shitty. There's just something about the like the vibe of it. I feel fucking strange in there. I don't it gives me the willies, yeah. dude. I don't know. I don't yep. mind it. <laughs> but when you're on tu- when you're on tour, it's like it's open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's the criteria it had to fit. When you're on it's tour, open. man, it's just like you know. Yeah. It's open. Yeah. Shit, where are we going? Well, that's open. Let's go. It's it. It's either that or Chinese food. Mm. Do you guys remember what cities we were in? By any chance? I have no. I feel no. like the first one. They don't have those inside cities, so we were in the middle of nowhere <laughs> every time. Which county <laughs> were we in? The first one was. Uh, I feel like it was south somewhere. But I don't yeah. know where. Hmm. But I, Which makes the experience extra fucking top notch. Here, here's the thing though. It's not like you walk in the cra- Cracker Barrel and there's fucking like racist shit everywhere. It just has like a country vibe. Just racist people everywhere. Yeah, that's that's um, everywhere on the planet. I don't think I'm not that's talking about that. Accurate. I just don't like the vibe of it. It, it. it does suck. But hey, here's what I remember though. The the weird feeling that we're getting was absolutely validated by our our merch dude at uh, probably the second time we went there. On Thanksgiving, we had a merch dude who was a young kid from London, right? Sam was from London? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or outside of London somewhere, yeah. Who moved to the U.S. to just tour and just be involved. He was like, I'll I'll sell merch for fucking whoever. I want to do this. I want to be on tour. So we were like his first job, right? Like his first touring gig? I think so. Maybe. Sam Simmons, shout out. One of them, yep. Shout out, Sam Simmons. Sam. (laughs) When we walked in... The fucking look on his face, his eyes were fully just wide open and his mouth kind of open, just looking around like, what am I seeing? Like, I thought, like, he was taking it in, like, I thought this was just <laughs> like a cartoon version of America, but no, here I am. It's very exclusively American, for sure. Yeah. And the, the, the thing he said, he looked around, like, in that little, like, gift shop lobby area, and he goes, mate, this place is American as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I don't... I'm ignorant to like the politics. Like you know, Chick Fil A has a certain connotation. They like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is 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 Cracker Barrel like in that camp? I've never I've never researched it, so I, I can't speak never, to that. I've never either. I just something about it gives me the willies. I don't know anything about their politics Here's or the anything thing. like that. Here's the thing. Not officially. It's just every time I've been there, that's the vibe I get. Like oh, oh, so it's not like a what? known thing. Like uh, no, no, no. no. It's, here's the thing. I think what happens is it's super country. I don't so mind that. You, you automatically go. That's what it is. People in general will go, oh well, it's country, so they're they're probably racist here. But I don't. People like Adam. I don't necessarily think that's their vibe. It's just a dude. Con- in all of my experience with friends and family, folks in the country in the United States tend to not <laughs> like black folks as much as people who don't live in the country. <laughs> Look, Josh is waiting. Josh is waiting for his cracker barrel, cracker barrel, barrel. But yeah, I can't even say it to come in, his merch to come in the mail right now. So, <laughs> no. Uh, I, He's a fan, okay? I think it's irresponsible on our part to just go, hey, man, Cracker Barrel's racist. Yeah, I didn't say that. I wouldn't say that much. No, I don't think the establishment is per se. I just don't like the place, but... You know, that's, you could not like it, but I just yeah, think it's I don't, irresponsible I don't know if for us. Is like I don't know like if the racist name them as a racist like company. Yeah, it just it just makes me feel. Weird. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's my bad. It, it just makes me feel weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about the politics. Not even the people. There's just something about like on the whole. It makes I get the willies the same way. Uh, like a brand new subdivision. Like you go out in like a brand new subdivision. There's like no trees. Everything's brand new. 
that gives me a real fucking weird well i think i think what i think what it is is it's um unauthentic like unauthentically like country you know what i'm saying like it's it's a manufactured it's, kind of it's pretty authentic no but you know what i'm saying though it's like manufactured like goods like mass yeah, manufactured yeah, 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 goods yeah, yeah. that that are that are supposed to be like yeah 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 rural yeah yeah i so think like, that's what it is yeah, yeah so if you i, I think that's but it, it is rural they're you know it's just that they're not in the cities like i said so you're you know it's just what it is yeah but if you go to like a little country shop like you know on the back roads of America or something like a little flea market or like a little diner or something like that. I totally understand what you're saying, Josh. It's like a mass manufactured, like, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it makes yeah. it feel weird yeah. because it's like, you're that's probably in, what it is. Yeah, yeah. You're walking into a, a, a mass manufactured flea market. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, and it's a weird vibe, but I love all that shit because I love going down to like Savannah and like Mississippi and on the way to new Orleans and stuff. And you stop at all those spots that like, have that stuff. I yeah. love that vibe. I, that's why I don't get like a a weird vibe from it. I understand what you're saying that where it's kind of like, ah, this doesn't seem right because it's just kind of like it doesn't seem as authentic as it probably is wanting to look. I think that's it for me right there. I think you just nailed it. I get the same feeling at Chick-fil-A too. I just, I like we we're saying, but I fucking hate it, but I go there all the time because I love the food, <laughs> but I hate their political stances on everything and I think it sucks, but but I still go there all the fucking time. Mm. I just think that if you if you base things you like off of strictly political stances, you're not going to pretty much like anything ever. Well, yep. well, it's it's hard. I'm with you. It's hard to like if you uh, you know, if you're in the red camp or the blue camp. I say you're in the blue camp and you really dig in and re- do your research about like who funds Trump and who funds what party and everything. Damn, the places you can go gets real small. Like depending on which way your political leanings are, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. Just, that's, you know. that's real as shit. But I'm going to say two things. One, you're completely right. And a great show to watch that, that like really like pulls the curtain back on all that shit is Killer Mike has a show called, uh, on Netflix called Trigger Warning, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first episode is he tries to go a month buying and just patronizing only black businesses. Yep. Only black companies. And he can't find shit. He sleeps on a bench. You know, it's a, it's a fucking TV show, but yeah. it's it's super tough. So there's that. But then on like the other end where, you know, you kind of accept that that's how the world is and it sucks and you're just trying to move forward and, and do the best you can to help um, make the world a better place. It's easy enough to say, okay, well, these companies are owned and operated by people that I don't align with. And then this company officially says like marriage is a man and a woman everybody else is committing a fucking sin and we're not open on sundays so yeah in addition to being vegan and not really wanting some fucking chicken to begin with i can't fuck with that so that's where i am yeah that's more that's more important to me but i still go to chick-fil-a because my kids love it and i don't really care but yeah that the religion stance is way more important to me technically because i fucking hate that shit but you know what you (laughs) you know know what i think about all this here's what i think damn it I've been holding. Wow! Wow! You have a very small, non-important opinion, I guess. I've been, dude. I've been holding a fart. You must be very proud of yourself. For five straight minutes, I've been fucking holding that. Oh, and it just didn't happen. Anyway, did it? I don't even think it did anything. No, I didn't hear anything. I queefed. I I farted out. It went like this. I farted out of my which was nothing. My penis hole. (laughs) Hey, so have we been anywhere else? Uh, That's the only two times we've been on tour for Thanksgiving. Have we ever been out of the country? Nope. You guys know what I did last year? I accidentally uh, 
I got an email for a photo job and it said uh, the date. It didn't say on Thanksgiving, it just said the date. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. I accidentally booked a gig on fucking Thanksgiving last year. On the day? On Thanksgiving day. I had a photo <laughs> shoot, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it was weird. I had to leave in the middle of dinner. I left at like 2.30. And it's like, hey, I gotta go. Gotta go make some money now. See ya. Oh, it was local at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Could have yeah. been worse. Could have been worse, bro. Now Thanksgiving's canceled anyway, so you're 0 for 2 in the last two years. Good job. Yep, yep. Your kids hate you. So, hey, we talked about instead of, you know, just saying what we're thankful for and shit, like maybe we just talk about like favorite stuff. Yeah. I like pizza. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Hey, talk about something stupid for a minute. I got pee in my sink. You pee in your sink too? We yeah. figured this out like two minutes before we started podcasting. We went to Patreon and to Discord to get some, uh, to solicit some questions. More than soliciting, Ryan here did a smart thing and, and gave a list of, here's some ideas, pick some. Well, yeah, that was like two minutes before we, before we started. I'm trying to make it sound like we're uh, more organized than we are. No, people like when we're real. We're really unorganized. Yeah. Is it real? Is it real? Uh, favorite album, favorite song, favorite blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Ryan hit up our patrons on Discord with it. And I feel like favorite album... Is their favorite band story of the year? Because that'd be sick. Favorite band is Sody. Favorite movies, favorite booze. One person wants to hear booze. Booze. We don't drink. We had a little talk, a little discussion before we started. Church wine's my favorite. <laughs> Blood of Christ. I'm just going to keep being offensive for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> That's my goal. You be offensive to religious people, I'll be offensive to country people. <laughs> yeah, Josh can just blow, explode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your guy's favorite, um, not in the United States, favorite place you've been to outside the United States? Not like country, but like it can be a specific city in a country, uh, like anywhere. Like, don't say Japan. It has to be yeah, somewhere I was specific. Say we're probably all going to say the same shit, probably. It yeah. has to be somewhere specific. And we maybe we just had a day off there. It doesn't even have to be a show. You're talking about like a single experience or like, hey, I want to keep going to this place kind of thing. One of your favorite places you've ever traveled to. I'll just say it like that. Whether we played a show there or not. That maybe it was a day off. Maybe um, that one day in uh, Austria where we hung out and then went to that mountainside bar that was dug into that mountain. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Fuck I don't yeah. remember where Sa that was exactly. Uh, that, was, uh, that was either Vienna or Salzburg. Yeah. 100% Salzburg. 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 Yeah. Austri Austria. Is that where that is? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. dude that, that was that was a day off, right? Yeah that, yeah. that was one of those moments on tour where I was like, look at Scoops. <laughs> <laughs> that's so creepy looking uh that was one of those like i could live here like i could yeah. relocate i could yeah. fucking live live here i could get that socialized medicine what get if, that socialized what if that education was, yeah what if I that was like the bar? one day of the year that they had good weather and it probably sucks there every other day of the year <laughs> we were just like holy shit this is awesome oh uh i don't know that was a, that was a fucking cool place fuck yeah i don't, uh, I don't know yeah. if it was salzburg or it was vienna but we went in we did one of the like, super touristy things we went in that church and it had like 14,000 skeletons in the basement. Oh, yeah. yeah. You remember that? Austria. Austria. That was, Austria. That that was, was in Austria, Austria but too. dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold okay. on, real quick, real quick on Salzburg. Yeah, they have a bunch of those catacombs things over there, but this yeah. was not the main catacombs Europe, yeah. one. This was a different one, but yeah, go on, sorry. Salzburg, I have like a special thing for because when I was a kid, my mom didn't work. So during the summer, like- She sucked dicks? We looked at dicks all day long. Playgirl. Look we, at uh, my dick. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my so whatever the hell my mom was watching on TV that my sister was super into, I was watching and days of our lives. I'd probably seen the sound of music a good, like couple hundred times. Mm. And number one, it's fucking phenomenal. Like it's just, it's great. I don't fuck with musicals, but the sound of music is like near and dear to my heart. And Julie Andrews being Mary Poppins and everything else 
is like it's hot, right? Oh, she's like, like I wish she was my grandma. You know what I mean? She's just like fucking the, the sweetest lady of all time. Um, so I had this amazing connection to Salzburg because that's where they filmed a whole bunch of the a whole bunch of the stuff in The Sound of Music. And that town like fully embraced it. You know, now you can go and the fountain where the all the kids like dance around it. Mm-hmm. You go visit it. It looks exactly the same. There's signs everywhere that, you know, kind of like, you know, in any old town, they say like here in uh, 1754, so-and-so happened there. It's like, here's where the kids danced around the so-and-so in The Sound of Music. Like it's their fucking claim to fame, which is crazy because, yeah, that's a big Hollywood movie, but that's also like, as we all know from experience now, like, an unreal fucking amazing town. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Did you guys all cl- uh, like do the, the hike up to the top of the hill Yo, where the castle was and see the fucking Alps in the distance? Yeah. So uh, I, I was recording music in the hotel and Adam, you and a couple of other dudes went up there and you came home and you're like raving about it. So I woke up at six o'clock in the morning, the next morning, like hung over as shit, just put on my iPod. We had iPods back then. And I walked up there to that, top of that castle i had that little uh point and shoot that little i got that little sony point and shoot and i went up there and just listened to fucking music and had like a couple hours to myself just taking photographs up there and just dude on top of salzburg all the the swiss alps back there like oh my god you like, listen to can you take me higher no dude i'll remember it <laughs> I'll remember that forever. Like it was just, Same. it was. Was that the was that the place with the bar in the mountainside? Yeah, yeah that's that's, yeah, why, yeah, that's yeah. why I brought um, up. I was like, yeah, that yeah. place is fucking sweet. But like, yeah, not not to be all it's like in the mountains, not to get all like sappy and cheesy and shit. But like, you guys have had those experiences, like on you know, just walking around a place and you're just like, how the fuck am I here right now? Like how? Yeah. Like what alignment of the cosmos and fucking weird game of chance in the universe allowed me to like. Just be here with my fucking friends. Uh, I'm hung over a ship, but I'm standing in this castle on top of a mountain, like seeing something that like no one I know from my hometown will ever get to see. And it's just like sun's coming up, dude. I'm drinking coffee. I have this awesome music. It's like I'll remember that. It's like cheesy as hokey as it sounds. Like I'll fucking remember that forever, dude. I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that was one of those tours where we were in like thirty countries in thirty days. Like went all through Europe and shit. So it was yeah, like every yeah. day was something crazy like that. Was that yeah. when we were in the Sprinter? I don't know. I, no, maybe. I I don't. Was Charlie I don't there? Even know what, no. Yes. Huh? Yes. A hundred percent. We were in the Sprinter. Um, Which is a, a van for everybody. Yeah. Hey, I know what you were listening to then. Uh, what? Muse. Because that's, that's yeah, the yeah, tour, yeah. that's the tour. I said, hey man, listen to all these records. Yeah, You'll yeah, get yeah. it. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember the driver's name, but yeah. Um. That was fucking dope, dude, because we drove all through Europe. Uh, that was the first time I'd seen the Swiss Alps, and we drove. I remember we stopped in Zurich, and just in mm-hmm. downtown Zurich, downtown, there's a, like, whatever river runs through it. There's dudes, oh, like, yeah. fly fishing out there. Like, like, you yeah. can Kayaks and shit, right? I remember you, that. Weren't like, they, like, the kayaking? Wa- well, it's like, dude, it's, like, straight, it's, fed, it's straight from the mountains. It's yeah. You could just, it's, you're in downtown in a metropolis in the water. You could just reach down and drink it. Cause hey, that's it's when Dan, yeah. Dan hung out with the souls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was that. So that was that tour. Yeah. 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 Oh, but yeah, yeah. I just Bouncing remember souls. it was Best like, band one, ever. it was one of those, um, tours. And one of those times where I was just like, damn, like this whole idea of American nationalism. I've been fed my whole life. Like, holy shit. Like, ah, oh, this is pretty great over here. Maybe like, we're not the greatest country in the world. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so I'm super pumped. I was born here and not the fucking Congo, you know. Like, 
I'm, whoa, we're, whoa. We're, we're all whoa. pretty lucky, whoa, you know. Bro. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're all really lucky. Shit could be worse. We're, we're all really lucky, but uh, that, that that really started to hit me at that time. Like, damn, like maybe other parts of the world have shit figured out. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's when uh, I started. At- that's when I started actually like venturing out and looking at things because for the first like five years we'd go overseas and I'm like now fuck this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to eat any of this food. Yeah, it's yeah, raining yeah. all the yeah. goddamn time. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. see shit. Yeah, we must have been there at the right time of year because that whole tour was just really cool. All the cities were really nice. Yeah, the weather was good. We saw yeah. a lot of cool shit. That I remember that just being like a one of our favorite yeah. times in Europe and one of our last times doing like full European tour. Yeah, yep. I think we all at that point in time was like, okay, well. We haven't really looked at anything, so we should probably <laughs> yeah. go look at some shit. Well, yeah, first- also, too, like driving through the Europe, like especially like the countryside, we've always been in a bus and we don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's probably so, why. Yeah. So, like driving in that van, like just, you know, looking out the window, I just like, you know, the same way I, down here, if you guys see behind me, like I have all these fucking photos on my wall for like, I don't know, just like listening to music, like looking out the window and you just see like these like awesome like cottages on these with the huge mountains behind them and these open fields and stuff. And it's just, I just remember just being like, damn dude, like I could live here tomorrow. I, I could right now. You could stop this van, let me out. I could just fucking live here in the English countryside and just be stoked. You know? Yeah. As hard as it is to tour in a van when you're in places, when you're not in fucking Nebraska, when you're not in, you know, Iowa, it's such an experience and it's so worth it because like Ryan said, when you're in a bus, it drives at night. So you go to sleep and you, you wake up in the next city. So you don't get to experience all that shit. So when you, when you're driving yourself, you tend to get a little sleep and then start driving at like 6am. So you do see a lot during the daylight and fuck, man. I know we have some, like the U S is amazing. Mm, We actually have like, especially out west across the U S. Yeah. There's like so much varied terrain and really cool shit in the United States. But we're used to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's our normal. So yeah. well, it's, it's, it's not, not the, the scenery necessarily. It's just that those countries are way older than our country, yeah. which yeah, hap- yeah. it all yeah. works in with the Thanksgiving thing. You know, uh, you know, our country <laughs> was founded a lot later than these countries. So you're seeing history that's hundreds of years older than anything that we live around. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a different, different vibe and it's, it's fucking cool. Yeah. Like dude, dude, and when you real quick going, just going back to Salzburg, when you walk up a mountain, cause you see a castle, which we don't see here. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Sound like a rubber band hit the that was weak. That was weak too. Rubber I band know. hit a piece of paper. Dog. Pee pee. Hey, dog, man. Cool poops. Sorry, Adam. When you come out of the hotel and you look up the hill across a river, which is downtown, which are two things that we don't see, period. And you see a fucking castle at the top of the hill. That's older than your entire country. Yeah. Right. Like by, by five, six hundred years, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're like, fuck, I'm going to go see that thing. And you walk up there. I remember so vividly, it's kind of like a windy road, whatever, to get up to the top. And I remember coming up, Phil and I were walking. We kind of we kind of walked through, I guess the road just goes straight into the thing. And there's this giant archway to the left of the castle. So you walk up and you kind of come around the back, like <laughs> like the garage of the castle is around back, essentially. <laughs> is that where we did the, um, where the Black Tower? No, that was... Was that Wales one? That was Tower of London. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Wasn't, yeah. I wasn't even there, but I know that. What was that, that one area, in yeah. that Wales one that's like right across from the Cardiff venue Castle? 
The Cardiff, Cardiff Castle. Castle. Yeah, yeah, that shit's awesome too. Sorry, go ahead. Hey, speaking of which, that's where this glass is from. I bought that there. Oh, oh no shit. way. Oh, sick. Yeah. Look at that. Serendipity. <laughs> as, as Americans, castles fascinate us because we don't have castles here. So yeah. all you Europeans. I don't even fuck with D&D. <laughs> all of you Europeans who take that for granted, it's pretty fucking amazing. So we come up this entryway under this arch around to the back of the castle. And as I walk through this archway, I'm thinking like, oh, it's just going to be more castle stuff over here. Or maybe just like we're down in the valley. So when you get up to the top, that's just kind of like the altitude of the rest of it. Nope. I came through and it was like, it looked fake Mm -hmm. that it was so like, you could see the whole Alps. You could see literally hundreds of miles away through just this little archway. And it blew my mind. Like I'm having goosebumps yeah, everywhere. Now I remember that looking. Yeah, I was, I was walking I, with uh, you. Yeah. I have photos of that. I can put that on Patreon. I have photos of, all yeah. of that same place. Yo, do you, please do. Do you remember, uh, I think Cardiff Castle, Dan just reminded me. I always left those fucking weird notes. I left that note in the Cardiff Castle and said, <laughs> uh, help, I'm stuck in the moat. And I signed it, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. I have a photo of the note, that note too. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> Help, I'm stuck Gary, in the boat. Love the Gary. The prisoner. That one's weird because it's like right downtown. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all old, but you can just walk across the street. It's like a park. You just yeah. walk over and you walk through a fucking castle. It's cool. Yeah. But even that is nothing that, that we see I here know, at all. Weird. Like the idea that in London, you can, it, one direction you see a building that looks like a fucking spaceship, a brand new like skyscraper. Then you look the other direction and you see a castle from like five, six, seven hundred years ago. And then right in front of you, there's a chunk of a Roman wall that's literally 2,000 some odd years old. Mm-hmm. And next to that is a KFC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't see that shit here. So for us, it's... Thanks a lot, America. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my things that I miss. Well, not what you were just talking about, but just in general about touring. You miss KFC? I miss KFC so hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but like touring in like England and stuff like that, the fucking pubs. Oh, dude. I mm. miss that shit so much. Oh, hey, can I... <laughs> Can I tell a story about how we're fucking just naive, dumb idiots? So, no. Yes, right. please. So we went to Europe and we were super pumped because we figured out, because like we're always on fucking budgets. We have kids. We're trying to go home with like as much money as we can. So we, long story short, we figure out that eating at the pubs can be cheaper than like McDonald's. So we, we started mm-hmm. going to this pub called Witherspoons and we thought we like... We're so like we were we thought so we, cultured. We we thought we were like embracing like English culture and like we're eating somewhere. You thought know, I learned some new Spanish shit. Yeah. So you know you get <laughs> like, you get uh whatever like uh you get like a fucking veggie burger or like a uh what do you call that shit curry, curry and yeah curry chips yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, or like a burger and, and fries and a beer for like five pounds or whatever. It's like it's just, yeah and yeah. like. We were telling people, oh, we discovered this place, blah, blah. And like all the people over there were laughing at us. And we figured out it's like basically like us going to Applebee's or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're we like, thought- hey, we're going to get some, sh- uh, some shrimp shooters over here at fucking Witherspoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. It'd be, like, it'd be like someone from there coming over here and just being like, oh, man, I discovered the most cultural icon of America. I mean, Chili's. Have you guys been to Chili's? You know, like, <laughs> oh, mate, the onion ring power, mate. Mate, they have a dollar margarita night. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was that, and there was, uh, what was the other one? O'Brien's? O'Brian's, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were all, yeah. like, yeah. the same. It's yeah. basically Applebee's and Chili's. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know what? You know what? I it still... was good shit, though. And it's very, for us, it was very... <laughs> You're English still. Because, like, they're just the beer selection alone. We're like, we don't know any of these beers. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, like, over there, like, at the at the pub, when you order a beer, like, if you order, like, 
any whatever beer. You get the glass of the company, yeah, the, the yeah, beer yeah. you got. It's and even it. that for us is amazing. And yeah. even if it is a Witherspoons or whatever, like it's still in an old ass building with two hundred yeah. year two hundred year old wood beams and shit. And yeah. it's just like it's not like an Applebee's at all for no technically, but yeah, yeah. To them for, it is, but yeah. yeah. For us it's the coolest shit on the planet. For them, it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. fuck that place. Yeah. Still I, great. What I learned we though, had some good times in those. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Can make the party. What anywhere. I learned not long after is that a lot of those are actual old pubs that were just bought up by Witherspoons or whatever yeah. chain that's essentially the equivalent of Applebee's. So it's like Applebee's buying up a local yeah, yeah. bar yeah. and just putting their menu in it and leaving it as fucking Todd's Bar and <laughs> Grill or whatever. Yeah, yeah that you makes know? sense, yeah. But yep. that's what I miss. I miss going to those spots over there. Same, we'll, dude. We'll, it's just we'll go up. again. We'll go again. Hey, we fucking better. We will. The older we get, the more we like to be like out of our comfort zone and be weird like that. When we were like 22... We didn't mm. like that the first time around. We were like, what the fuck? Where's McDonald's? No. I don't like this stuff. I need McDonald's. I need Subway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now we're all, we always go to the weirdest spots we can. Yep. You remember my big problem with all of it? You, my you're, issue you kept hitting your head on shit. Yeah, man. Finding a phone plan to talk on your phone the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I'm no taller than Josh, really. But for like years, I had a problem. Yeah, you were like always bumping your head. Hey, not as nimble, apparently. <laughs> I could not bump my head on shit. So then when we got a double-decker bus, which is like much shorter on the bottom, and a lot of like buildings that are two fucking 700 years old, have shorter doorways. I couldn't not hit my head on everything, and I was <laughs> God, so you did pissed too. the whole time. Yeah. You were mad for a month straight <laughs> about your head. Yeah, I was just mad because of the food situation. I was not as uh, open to food as I am now, but yeah, back yeah. then it was just like, man, fuck that. You really have blossomed. Damn. So I we just did like ten minutes on Dan's favorite spot. <laughs> Does anybody else? <laughs> I, I didn't even, that just popped in my head when you said that. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, because we were going to just say Japan or Australia, which are like our real, like really, we uh, love Japan going all the way, but we didn't want to say the obvious ones that we always yeah, talk yeah, about. So yeah. that one popped in and I was like, whoa, yeah, that was, yeah. Salzburg's in my top three though. We all, we all felt very, we all felt very passionate hey, about that Is that, that place. where Salisbury steak comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. If the, like if this pandemic were to be over tomorrow, like honestly, um, I know Australia and Japan are kind of like our home away from home, but like I would definitely want to go to Europe first. Oh, Europe, yeah. UK. Yeah. Like we, yeah, I mean, we just, sure. we just went last year and even though it was for, was it two shows, right? Was it two yeah, shows? Two. Yeah. Even though weekend. we were gone show. for like four days. <laughs> yeah. But like, dude, that was still fucking awesome, dude. Like yeah. we party with the all time low dudes. Like we like just, I don't know. Just, hey, have you guys have you guys ever driven a a fucking van on the oh, wrong side dude. of the car on the wrong side of the road with a trailer? Because I have, dude. <laughs> yeah, you, Josh crushed it. Josh came through, man. Josh jumped right in with the trailer, and we were like, "You got to drive, dude." <laughs> yeah. How did that happen to me? <laughs> I think you volunteered. I don't know. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I think you were more scared of other people driving is what it came down to. No. And like, that's only maybe, the UK. We could go all through Europe and it'd be fine because everywhere else in Europe is the same side as us. But Yeah, but that shit was mm-hmm. fucking weird, dude. Yeah. All those roundabouts and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ryan always had to be up front with me with the phone going, all right, so we're going here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's like a weird feeling, though. It's so bizarre. We did a couple where we do the roundabout a couple times. It was like a fucking Benny Hill. Yeah skit yeah like we just i was like yeah. i don't know what's happening yeah hey you did it we didn't die <laughs> i'd fucking i definitely did it you nailed it but yeah that first night we got in we went to we went out to a couple of pubs and shit and just like man yeah. there's something like we people watched for a long time at that coffee shop 
Yeah. Yeah, that morning. I I got yelled at for standing on that table in that pub. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just something about that part of the world, man. Ryan, that's a pretty common rule amongst everybody on the planet. They don't really want you on the table. (laughs) I know. It's true. I think that's most bars. It's true. Just just let you know. It's true. You guys, I have no tolerance for alcohol anymore, dude. (laughs) So we did those live streams. I had one and a half shots and I was drunk. (laughs) He gets one Michelob Ultra and a man. (laughs) We don't even need to use Uh, roofies anymore. It's kind of out of party or what? Yeah. Dude, drinking's way better when you have no tolerance. It's the shit. Yeah, I've had two IPAs over here. I'm fucking partying. Yeah. I found this bottle of Captain is probably nine years old and it's over on the other side of my... I just decided I wanted to try some Captain today. It's been... A long time. I've had four blue moons and half a large white Russian. J- Josh. Meanwhile, Dan has like a stack of empty <laughs> bush cases over in the corner. Oh, that yeah. We can see. Well, I'm trying not to drink beer right now because I was getting fat. So <laughs> I've been running a lot and uh, trying not to be a fat. So. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. Hell yeah. All oh, right. Check this out. I got to show you this. Hold on. Tight. Hey, while Josh is getting that Shinjo dildo out of his dishwasher or whatever he's doing, let's, uh, what? let's pick one more favorite thing to talk about and then wrap this shit up. Or we could just do, like, a lightning round of, like, 10 things. You get 10 seconds to answer. Hold right. up. What's he going to show me? Hold yeah, up, yeah let's do those quick, and then if, if something comes oh, up. Oh, you got one of those mugs? I thought yeah. they was, I thought those it? were, like, sold out. Is fucking that the, the on-it ones? Yeah, it was on-it. Like, it's like an 18-pound one or something. Tight. Describe it to the listeners. It's a kettlebell from on-it, and it's like a chimpanzee head. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan style. They approached me about doing a personalized head of mine, but I said, nah. I said, nah. <laughs> nah, they said, we, we can't make a 300-pound dumbbell or whatever it is. <laughs> I want to do curls with your fucking cranium. Josh, besides your dick, who's got your favorite dick in the band? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never seen Dan's dick. I've never seen Dan's dick either. Ever. It's elusive. I've seen it briefly. You've seen it? I've- Adam, you've seen his dick? Is it tight? Yeah, it's pretty just normal dick. It's it's totally normal. Ryan's <laughs> Mine looks like Gonzo's nose. It does. It's, it's like, super pale. It doesn't like come out from like his body. It just like kind of hey, it just hangs there. It has like a weird like <laughs> I can't even explain it. It's like Gonzo's nose. <laughs> like the pipe that goes to your shower head. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of goes, eh, here it is. I mean, none of us have seen most of anybody's dicks other than Josh's like all the time. We just happened to yeah. see Josh's a whole lot and we just got really yeah, it's a part it's a it's a party trick. We just got really used to it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've seen them all out every once in a while. They they fall around here and there, but they fall around. But we really know everything about Josh's dick. Yeah, Josh's dick is rad. Ryan's is like really an anomaly though <laughs> because most people's are darker than their skin tone, but Ryan's is somehow lighter. <laughs> Like it's hella pale. It's the total opposite of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Josh's is like, yours is a good 10 shades darker than the darkest part of your body. If if like Ryan's dick was like uh, rum chata, mine's Kahlua. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you make a sick ass white Russian with those two dicks. Uh, No, mine's not like super white. It's just like, it's just not, I don't know. It's not super dark. Looks like a ghost. (laughs) Next to Josh's, it's it's basically transparent. Hey, hey, it looks like it should be in that movie Underworld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a pretty tight dick though. Cool, it's a good dick. A cool, it's dick. a good dick. Good dick, Peter. Josh, while you're getting uh, your dumbbell, we decided we're gonna, we're gonna do a lightning round. We're gonna do, go down this whole list, and you get just a few seconds to name your favorite album, song, blah blah blah. So, who wants to go first, and then we'll wrap this shit up. Why don't you just ask questions since you're already talking? You have that good podcast voice. I'll do that, and then I'll go last. Okay. Who's first? Just ask a question, and we'll all answer it real quick. We'll all talk over each other like we always do. Yeah. Favorite album? Uh, Page Avenue, Story of the Year. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm serious. I realized lately, no joke, I, 
I think Story of the Year is my favorite band. Dude, it's my fucking favorite band too. <sighs> like I just was trying to think about it the other day, and when I was saying to you guys, I don't have a favorite band. Like I love a lot of music, and it changes all the time. But uh, Story of the Year is my favorite for sure. So yeah, actually, I changed. I changed it. Wolves, Wolves by Story of the Year. Sorry, go. Yeah. Hold on, we just like that more right we now. just got done talking about how much we're interested in each other's dicks, and now Dan's favorite band is Story of the Year. Yeah. Hey, I'm serious, though. I'm not kidding. That's that's yeah. fucking for real. My favorite album, Wolves. I have a two way tie. I know what uh, it is. I know what it is. Can I guess? No, you don't. Damn, it's gonna take no. too long. Go ahead. No. Anyway, two way tie, non Story of the Year, Around the Fur by Deftones, mm. Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins. That's tight. my two way tie. Predictable. Those are up there on my top 50 or whatever. Siamese Dreams, like one of my des- Desert Island ones, and fucking Wolves. Yep. All right. We've narrowed it down to two winners. What's yours? What's <laughs> <laughs> yours, Adam? Mine, uh, mine, like officially, because I'm that kind of person, is Far Beyond Driven by Pantera, but I can't listen to that on the reg these days, at least. So, Doesn't fit all situations. Yeah. Yeah. Not good for it, doesn't apply to like a wedding reception yeah. or a bar mitzvah. Dennis appointment. Or like, Dog, weird. I right. walked out to I'm Broken by Pantera at my wedding. Yeah, it does work for weddings, technically. Yeah, this is yeah. true. And then, shit, I mean, like, probably Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, because ultimately the Beatles are probably actually my favorite band. So, hey, they tight. That, that, I think that's my official, like, everyday answer. But fucking the Weezer Blue album, too. <laughs> See, that's the, Dude. that's the thing. We all yeah, could yeah. agree on fucking 20 albums that we'd all say, yes, those are the top, uh, among the top 20 of all time. But so basically favorite just means like top five, top 10, yeah, something like that's that. That's a hard yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard yeah. to pinpoint it's one record. Almost an impossible question. Yeah. For music lovers. Go Keep ahead. going. Here's an even harder question. Favorite song. Oh, oh man. Jesus. Oh, yeah. God. That, that, that doesn't count. That's that impossible. doesn't count. That's impossible. Just name one from your top 20. Okay, I'll just, just say like my, fa- my first favorite thing that pops in my head, and I won't say Story of the Year song this time. Uh, uh, that's fucking hard. Um, Back to the Motor League, Propagandi. Fuck yeah. It's a song that if it comes on, if I'm at the bar, I'm like, fucking A. Dude, that album's in my fucking it is. top yep. five, which is actually 50 albums as well. Uh, 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 muzzle, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking cheers to that. Okay, this is super cliche among, among like outdoorsy type dudes, but Stay Alive by Jose Gonzalez is like... Oh, Staying Alive? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Stay Alive, I find that... I love John Travolta! Uh, <laughs> I love that song. It gets me, gets me in some kind of mood. I don't even know what that is. I don't either, but sounds neat. Hey, hey way to be cultured, guys. It's some hippie yeah. shit. I'm Broken Pantera, if I was pressed to answer, which I am. Uh, favorite show you can remember playing? Ooh, um, this one's easy for me. Mm. See, we played like thousands of shows. This is hard. This is hard. Let's do like um, pop culture shit. <laughs> Here, I'll answer, and then everyone else will go. Oh yeah, you already know the you're one. You're gonna say you're gonna say Gross uh, Rock. Yeah, Gross Rock immediately followed by uh, Sydney. The first time we headlined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one that just popped in my head might not be my favorite, but just going through the Rolodex. Uh, the time we played with Andrew WK at the Norva. I don't oh, know why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just popped just popped into my head. Because the Norva is one of my favorite, all of our favorite places to play in Norfolk, Virginia. And, but I just remember that time we played with Andrew WK there, and it was really weird. It was just us two. It was like a radio show. But yeah. Okay, real quick. This definitely won't fall into favorite just because we've had such a long fucking career. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that was my favorite, but just popped in there. I think, not to get too like heavy or fucking controversial or anything, Like I'm, I say this with like all love and respect to everyone in the fucking world, um, but uh, our last pageant show... That we sold out way in advance. Uh, it was right after. It was the first show, first headlining show in St. Louis after uh, you know the recent, well the lineup changed a couple years back. 
Um, and the way our fans just fucking turned out and the show was just like super fucking dope. And I don't know, it'd been a long time since we sold out like that in advance, you know? Yep. It just meant a lot to me that like, especially the fans in our hometown were just like, yeah, we're with you, you know? So that, that meant a lot to me. Dope. Yeah. Every time we sell the pageant out and do a show locally here in St. Louis, it's like it just tops itself every time, you know? But that one was just special because it was such- I know what you mean though. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a, uh, you know- we had a, di- a divorce and, you know, we had got to keep moving forward, you know, and it was great. We said, watch this. Still going to kick some fucking ass. Yep. Harder than ever. And, and they said, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Josh, you got one? Uh, you had more time to think. Come on. I mean, I, I got to agree with Gross Rock and... I mean, uh, based on your was- behavior, are you taking pictures of the crowd like a tourist at Sydney <laughs> show? <laughs> Top notch for you. That shit was amazing, though. Yeah. I just, I remember... Like walking into the venue going, there's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no way that this is going to happen. Oh, one of my other favorite shows. Um, Hold on real quick. Just skate. before you move on to qualify that whole All thing. Right, I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> real quick. I was fully with you because it was a huge venue and we ended up, uh, capacity was 5,000 something. We ended up selling 5,800 tickets. Yeah. But our it own was headlining like, show. It, like Blew our fucking minds. Basically seeing it. Like you're like, yeah. there's Gnarly. no Insane. way, dude. Yeah. And our biggest headlining show up to that point was like eight people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skate and Surf, where we played right before Taking Back Sunday, is one of my favorite shows we've ever done. Yeah, that's tight. In Jersey? Yeah. It was <laughs> like, because we were, it was like kind of like we were on the up and up, but like Taking Back Sunday, that was their spot. That was Jersey. Mm-hmm. That area was all them. Yep. And, and that was the height of that festival's popularity. Yeah. It was like, and we came out and fucking shit. destroyed. And like, I just remember walking off stage and a couple of dudes were taking back Sunday. We're like, yeah, well, so we have to follow that. <laughs> it was just a cool feeling yeah, to yeah. be like, yeah. like, we went off that hard and like, yep. it was the whole crowd was fucking crazy. And because like prior to that, the only reference we had for skate and surf was like, we toured there with Goldfinger. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw like, I think the used were on that show too. So like. The prior one, yep. so and we were like only, we were like on a small side stage that first. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a, the reference point for that was just like so. Um, there was such a contrast of it that it was like that one fucking ruled that show. Like yeah. we 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 did the thing on that one, especially since like you know a year before you're delivering pizza, listening to Take It Back Sunday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grows Rock though for me was. Whatever Taking Back Sunday felt, that's how I felt about following. Sick of it all. Sick of it all. Times a thousand, dude. And that was the, the two. That was the 2008 one because we did it in 2010 as well. Yeah, yeah. The 2000. But yeah, damn, dude. But they were both amazing. They're both. It's a great. It the, was a great. The difference festival. is like the sick of it all one. We were like, there's no way. We're fucked. There's no fucking way we're completely we can follow fucked. that. Yeah. But then like the crowd like circulated out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. yep. they all left and then everybody else came back in. Yeah. I think the second time we did it, Bad Religion was on stage at the same time as us. And we still had a great yeah, show, yeah. but it was amazing. It was, it's just yeah. a fucking crazy festival. There's like 50,000 people. Festi- yeah. There's a giant festival and there's enough people that attend to where like, it's not lopsided and on the stages. Yep. Yeah. Oh, one of the other ones, Point Fest. The first time we played Point Fest in 04. Oh yeah. Like, Nat, we were, on we the were side on, stage? yeah, we were on yeah. the Page Avenue records yeah. like, cycle. Like it was the first time us playing that festival like after like things had like jumped off for us and like yeah. that show like was amazing. And we were next to the hill and there was like just people all the way up Dude, the top it was of the hill. Everywhere. Yep. Like yeah. Probably ten, fifteen thousand people on the side yeah. stage. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. warp tour in 04, like 
that was intense too. In St. Louis, you mean? Yeah. What? Just the whole thing. Yeah, but St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. but dude, and you, I, I gotta throw I gotta throw this in too because like that's all like old shit. But like you know, we went away from some years. And uh, speaking of Europe, we just did um, what's that festival? We slam dunk. That's the one we just yeah. did, right? Yeah. Weren't you guys like really not relieved, but like just pleasantly surprised pleasantly surprised when we came up like we had like the i I would argue like the biggest crowd on our stage and that was like atreyu glassjaw like all of our homies uh silverstein like dude when we got up there like there's videos of it and shit it's like thousands it was huge everyone's singing singing along super loud it's like moments it's moments like that because we all have moments of self-doubt it's moments like that where like yep i should still be doing this yeah for sure yep all right, next question. <laughs> um, favorite place to tour? We've already answered that. Favorite booze, favorite alcohol? Imperial IPAs and whiskey. All? All of them? And whiskey, well or whiskey? The liquid kind? Uh, I mean, I usually, if I got to go first, I usually drink Jameson a lot. Uh, tonight I'm drinking Captain Morgan. That was my old favorite, which I haven't had in a long time. But uh, I, like the, I like the booze. I'm not a big beer fan. I don't really like IPAs and stuff. I, I'll drink shitty beer, but... Uh, yeah. Sailor or Captain... Uh, either or in Coke or Pepsi. If I have to pick a beer on regular where you can get g- genuinely anywhere, it's Guinness is my favorite beer. Yeah, you do like that. I do, man. I do. do. That's true. On the hard alcohol side, probably Jameson. Same. I'm trying to copy Dan. I didn't used to like Jameson. It took me a long time to like really get in. Now I really like it, but so much better than any other whiskey, yeah. like by fucking far. It's like it's Irish whiskey just has a little sweeterness, a little more sweetness to it. Sweeterness. Canadian whiskey is a little sweeter than like bourbons and stuff. I, I'm trying to become a whiskey connoisseur without being a nerd, but nerd um, alert. Yeah. And then beer, Bush is kind of like Bush Light is my go to because of my dad. I just came to love it. Josh is lifting weights. <laughs> all dads in Missouri drank Bush beer in the 80s. So we all have some kind of Real love talk. for Bush. I have a bush tattoo that has my dad's name instead of bush. Huge bush. <laughs> uh, but I really like um, citywide, forehands uh, citywide. That's kind of like my not total super snob craft beer, but local brewery. It's my jam. Yep. I like it. Fucking love everybody at forehands. Dude, check this out. I hope this doesn't come unplugged. Can you guys see this? I hope it doesn't come unplugged. I hope you don't do Pearl Jam unplugged on us, bro. Oh, you're going to get hooked oh, with all that alcohol. I can do that right now. You can. You have the background for Zoom. It's gonna. What are you trying to prove that you have booze at your house, man? My wife's like fucking in deep into all this beer trade and shit. There's probably she could get hooked. There's probably three thousand dollars worth of whiskey right there, and probably a thousand dollars worth of beer. Like, fucking, she sold a beer for six hundred dollars. One beer. I told you guys that. Whoops, sorry. She's a dealer. She's on that Southern Bourbon tip. Yeah, she's on all kinds of tips. Yeah, (laughs) my tips for sure. All right, favorite movie. (laughs) That's a good one. That's good. Favorite movie. Yep. My tip. Oh, My clunky fuck. tip. Favorite movie. We, we, everybody knows our favorite movies. Mine's The Burbs. Doesn't change. Tom Hanks. Uh, Dude. Uh, Amer- American Beauty. That's like my favorite movie. Mm, that's good. Hasn't aged that well on a couple levels, but... I love it. Great film, nonetheless. That and Boogie Nights. Sorry. Those are my in my top five for sure. You like artsy movies with naked chicks in them. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Boobies. <laughs> uh, better Off Dead. Oh, who would have thought you were going to say that? That's my that's my go-to for all, all favorite movie questions because yep. it just is. Mm-hmm. My shit is pretty obvious, but I so I, I keep Star Wars in like a special category above everything else. But below that, hands down, Boogie Nights. Fuck yeah, dude! Fucking, it's the perfect movie, no doubt. It's perfect. 
It's incredible. It's a damn shame a perfectly people would be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's from uh, the trash can men at work. <laughs> no, that's for better off dead, Ryan. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's <laughs> where he, ju- he jumps off the bridge into the trash that's all, can? That's also in uh, fucking men at work where they're trash men. Charlie Sheen's a trash man. Yeah, yeah, and Emilio Estevez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brothers. Somebody threw away a perfectly good white boy. No, it's a better off daddy's like, it's a damn shame when people be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. Dang. <laughs> Josh is fucking drunk as shit. I could see you. <laughs> okay. Hey. See it in my eyes. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Judge me. Whoa. How uh, I'm going to look at my own right. eyes. Uh, what am I? All right. Favorite instrument you own? Snake. A snake. Uh, Which one's snake? Tell the people. It's my, uh, in the wake of determination, green custom 22, Paul Reed Smith. With a whammy bar. If you don't know what snake is, you don't have enough money to ask. Yeah. <laughs> twice broken. Yep. I'm twice broken. Uh, um, I have a, a Gibson Les Paul gold top that I bought about 10 years ago now, which is weird. I've had it for that long. Uh, but I got it straight from Gibson. It's fucking sweet. It's a traditional, which is the old or the new standard because they started chambering the standards. And then traditional was like the new full body standard. But that's my exclusive guitar I play in my other band, and anytime I record anything, it's fucking good. Dan, which one is your favorite SM58? <laughs> yeah, I uh, microphone. that microphones or microphones. But, yep, I've always wanted a Les Paul because, you know, just growing up watching mainly Slash play Les Pauls my whole childhood, and that's just always what I wanted. Mm. Fuck mm. yeah. So I got right. one. Uh, I rent all my equipment. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite uh, gear rental company? <laughs> From Dale's Music. <laughs> In Hazelwood. I, dude, drums are stupid, so it's like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't really... Drums are awesome. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you know what I'm saying. There's, there's like, it's, it's like a bunch of components to it, so yeah. it's not like... And you have a bunch of drum like, sets. When you play a guitar, like, you're playing a guitar. Like, when you're playing drums, it's like you got sticks and a kick pedal and all the shit. So. You got a favorite snare drum? Yeah, probably my uh, titanium... Uh, SJC snare is my favorite snare drum that I that have. That fucking T one thousand ones that's trying to make me go deaf. No, no, no. That's the that's the uh, that's the um bell brass one. That the one that plays like weighs like twenty pounds. That's the bell brass Dude. one. That one's super loud. But the both titan- of those both of those sound great because everything yeah. we've recorded lately they are both amazing. Yeah, the titanium mm-hmm. one's my favorite sounding snare, but my favorite kit is my blue acrylic kit. I love that. It's that beautiful. Yep. Yep. We we could talk about your your. We've talked about this. this is a fun time to say, but. Uh, SJC makes amazing drums, but Josh got that crazy skateboard kit that's like just too involved and it's really fucking cool looking, but it doesn't sound as good as his no, other it's kits. The, it's my best, it's, it's the coolest like kit, like just for to look at. like us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, super as, awesome. Like, yeah. But if you get too crazy on a, on a drum kit, it can take away from sound quality for sure. Yeah. It's, it's not my favorite sounding kit I've ever had, but it, it yeah. looks the best. You have some really cool drums. That's the only reason I brought that up. But so we, yeah. we got to put You're, pictures of that shit on Patreon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I have. Um, Was it a Zon with a graphite neck? <laughs> I actually did have Zons with graphite necks that I, I know you did played just because of Airheads. <laughs> but um, I, I'm not joking. Like I met the, the dude Joe Zon at Nam one year, and I was like, "Oh, holy fuck! This is a real company. Nice to meet you. Can I play your bases?" And they hooked me up for a while, and it was cool. He was like, yeah. But then I eventually moved to Ernie Ball Music Man because we had played Ernie Ball Strings forever, and they're a fucking amazing company, and they make amazing instruments, so I just kind of came home in that sense. And there's one bass that I played in one of the live streams. It's a white Stingray 5-string, 
that I had them put Sterling electronics in. It's kind of bigger, which makes it sound a little bigger. And then it's got the different electronics in it that go better with the kind of pick attack versus finger style. And it's my favorite bass to look at. And I think my best sounding bass. And it's got a nice, you know, those, those Stingray 5s have a nice little contour on them. So it's super comfortable to play. And it's all white, like pure fucking cocaine white, the whole, the whole thing. So that's my favorite. How's it smell? <laughs> really good. Get it? Hard to tell, you know what I'm saying? Um, Stingray's the bigger one, right? Like the full body? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are like among my favorite bases. I mean, I like like of all bases, I just, I really like them. I have one as well. They gave me one as well. But I just think those are like one of the mo- most classic looking, like perfect kind of size bass. I think it's really cool. Yeah, they dope. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, this last one is not a short question, so it's not so much of a lightning round, but favorite thing about being in a band? I feel like we've answered this in so many different ways over this podcast, but try again. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Dang. Wow. Dicks, yeah. beards. <laughs> Dicks, beards. Dicks, beers, movies. Dicks, beards, and rock and roll. That's our, that's our new yeah. slogan. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Obviously, we all we all just love being in a band with our friends. Uh, no, I don't think any of us really want to be in a band with anybody else. We've we've done other things. I mean, yes, having other bands is cool too. Which you know, I still have another band with other friends that I've known as long as you guys. But uh, I wouldn't play music with anybody in the world if it was just a random band that I wasn't uh, that I didn't know and I didn't grow up with and I didn't write the shit. It's like I don't want to play music for that reason. I want to play in a band that's my friends that I write music with and my shit and that's that's just what i love doing yeah i mean it's a it, simple yeah. answer i tried <laughs> at some point in time i tried playing with other people and it i couldn't do it i did like one like jam session i was like now it's just isn't it was cool don't get me wrong the people were talented and whatever but it, it just it wasn't it didn't feel right it i i've always only been in a band with like friends like any any incarnation of any kind of music I've ever played, which like it's only been with people I've known for a long time, and it's the only way it makes sense to me. For me, uh, I think it's just like that overarching sense of like meaning and purpose, like just kind of going day in day out, like having a sense of like meaning. I think that's what everyone kind of wants, like is to feel like what they're doing has meaning to people and is meaningful and important. And to me, like that awareness that I just kind of got to, I kind of get to go through life, like no matter what's going on, like, uh, I think it's like the ultimate antidepressant, the ultimate like fucking dopamine hit. It's like making something and something, it affects another person. And you see that and uh, even take other people out of the equation. Just like when I write a song and I demoed up and I'm in my basement by myself and I listen back to it and shit, like, it's really is like the ultimate fucking antidepressant, you know? And yeah, I, I, I think that would be my favorite thing. It's uh, it's like not just a hobby. It's not just a job. It's a fucking full on creative life 24 seven, you know? For me, it's pretty much what you said. Essentially the feeling that I'm doing something. I feel like despite my beliefs about the universe and not believing in not truly believing in destiny or anything like that. I nonetheless feel like I'm doing something that I was put here to do for lack of a better term. And the idea of creating something and contributing to something unique on some level, 
adding to the earth, to the fucking universe, something unique, not just doing something because I have to, to survive. I have to have a job or this or that it, is it. It's that purpose thing. Mm-hmm. And doing that with friends, like a group of people that are like my family makes it like Ryan said, more than just a job. Again, not that I believe in destiny or anything like that, but it's like, it's like a calling in a way. You know what I mean? That's the word. Fulfillment mm-hmm. fully. That's it. Yeah. When we're, when we're dead, people, this is weird to say, but yeah. You're going to be when we're dead. dead. People, 10, 10 years after we die, people will still listen to our songs. Some people, not everybody, but, and we will have an impact on the earth forever. you know, it's like one of those things where we did that. We reached that level of success where that's going to happen. Like my kids are young, but they know until the day I die, they sing it to me when it comes on. I didn't show it to them. I didn't like purposely tell them you have to listen to the story of the year, but they just know it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, it's fucking weird. And the other thing I was gonna say is we've always been in a band for like 20 years now with each other. And no matter what, we're just like, uh, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're working on, you always can be like, well, I got to do that band thing because that's just, I have to work on this because that's just my band. Like, we don't even know what it's like to not be in a band with each other, you know? (laughs) Even when you weren't in the band briefly, it's like, you were still in the band. It was like, you're still probably thought about how we were going to do it either way, you know? Just crazy shit. Yeah, it's, like, to expound on what Ryan was saying as far as, like, getting that, like, what are you laughing at? You said expound. (laughs) Did I say expound? I meant expound. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. Sorry, go ahead. To elaborate on what Ryan said. There you go. Like, with just the, the... like the feeling of like when you write something or when you do something and it affects other people to me, it's cool. Just, just within the, you know, the us in the band, when you do something that the other people in the band, like appreciate and you know, that they enjoy as well. It's not just like, Oh man, I really wrote this part and it's fucking rad. And it's when you see the other people in the band go, dude, that's fucking rad. Like you're talking about collaboration. Yeah, it, well, the collaboration just, it just kind of, in a sense of like uh, a, a validation from the other band members mm-hmm. of like, that's fucking rad what you just did. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's like, because we're friends first before we're band members, like, it, and business partners, it's, there's something cool about that to like impressing your friends. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's something about that that it makes you feel good when you do it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think uh, to kind of echo Dan and Josh both, We've been doing this so long and like, yeah, I did a band for uh, a couple of years, uh, like a side project for a couple of years and it was awesome. And I, uh, the musicians were fucking top notch. Mark, specifically Mark Joseph Roth and John Inglesby, like fucking incredible musicians. But on the whole, like the chemistry and like the family element that I have with you guys, like it is really, really special. Like not to, I don't know, in the spirit of just being like super real like you guys the health scare i had with my daughter like you guys were the first people i sent that text to like hey here's what's going on uh i need you guys to kind of take care of shit for a while i'm gonna be dealing with this and i think that's like something to be like really cherished and it's probably pretty fucking rare that a group of dudes our age have been friends for this long and still have that like I, I fucking love. I don't know. You, I fucking love you dudes. Like we're fucking gay for each other. And, and, uh, I love you guys and you guys truly are like my fucking family, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, we have our families, like our blood families and we're bloods. Mar- but like we're, we've been friends for so long 
that we are family, like beyond the band. Like we've done a, a lot within the band that makes us come together closer and experiences and all that stuff. But just being like our friend, like being friends mm-hmm. and going through life together, it, it makes you, it's not, we're just not like friends where it's like, oh yeah, man, I, you know, I see this person every now and then it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is family. Like you said, and that's, Pro, I mean, to break it, like, you know, to simplify it, that's probably the the best thing about being in a band with, like, with you guys, where it's just, you know, I could not talk to anybody for, like, two weeks, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I'll see I'll see you guys later. Yeah. I'll talk to you in two weeks, and that's fine. It's not like there's a a, a thing where, like, well, you did, I haven't talked to you in two weeks, dude, so it's, <laughs> you know, what the fuck? <laughs> like, there's none of that. It's just we've been through so much that that shit doesn't matter. It, it transcends yep. that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like when Adam wasn't in the band, I mean, there were months where like, I didn't talk to Adam or text with Adam out of no like negative things. It's just, it just didn't happen. It's life. It, yeah. When you do talk to that person, there's no time that passed. Yeah. It's like it was mm-hmm. yesterday and it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. 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 Toby Moore said it best. You know what I mean? Yep. My friends, My friends look, look out, out for me, for me like, like family. family. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Story of the year said it best. <laughs> and we said story of the year until the day I die. Motherfucker. Well, and <laughs> how cool is it? See, I just made Josh spill his drink again, I think. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm lifting weights. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last thing I'll say, just to kind of combine all these things, that one-two punch of just like being in a band with your fucking brothers and not only like feeling an individual sense of meaning and purpose like my life has this huge sense of fucking purpose but the fact i get to share it with my brothers and we all have that like collective sense that we're we're doing like dan said well there'll be a legacy like we'll leave something behind we're right now somewhere on fucking planet earth someone's listening to story of the year right now and it's affecting their mood right now somebody's listening to this and going like damn yeah like their music has got me through a hard time or i danced to it i've shot fucking weddings where the people have danced to until the day i die i swear <laughs> to god didn't even know i was in the fucking band until afterwards i yeah. swear to fucking yeah. god yeah like i hear that every day that was our wedding song that's yeah, our yeah, wedding yeah. song it's fucking, so yeah. yep. so uh i know i ramble on i'm all super verbose and everything but like i i can't say it enough times like that shared sense of meaning that like we're, I, I feel like it's a really rare thing to just have that sense of purpose in your life we could all do this in our basement by ourselves and make music and go look look what i did look what i did but the fact that we get to share it with each other yep. and then with the world is special fuck yeah it's special yeah you guys are fucking cool man fuck yeah so how you guys doing you guys doing pretty good <laughs> how you guys doing out there tonight <laughs> hey there's no better way to end it than that just love fest that just happened yeah dude oh great it's pretty good let's do it it's pretty I, good yeah hey, i could give you another way to end it <laughs> Well, you're going to end it hard here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah give it to us in a minute. When, it, when the time is right, let's make this your hardest one ever. That's a lot of pressure, man. Might have to back off the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's wrap it up. Dude, if you don't love Story of the Year as much as we fucking love Story of the Year, fuck you. Real Wait, quick, though, mean. what really helps us, if you could just take a second and rate this shit, leave a review, let's build them mugs up, go to Patreon. Give it at least one star. <laughs> <laughs> give it maximum stars. Like Ryan said, patreon.com slash story of the year. Not just about this podcast, but all the other shit we're doing in the band. Let's keep this growing. As a lot of you know, we did those live streams recently. You were able to participate in some pre-show shit that no one else was. So if you weren't one of those people, you could be one of those people Mm -hmm. at patreon.com slash story of the year. Go check it out. 
We got more fun plans for you guys. Yep. Keep supporting. We'll keep doing shit. So many yep. more. Give us a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. We're probably going to do, hopefully, a little movie viewing before the end of the year. Maybe we should do a Christmas movie, like our first viewing with fans. Die hard. Die hard. Die hard. Die hard. Die Dude, hard. we it's also- the only Christmas movie. We also have to watch our DVDs, too. We have to do that shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That, would, that would be really fun. I haven't seen them in so long. I just want to watch them. What are your guys' socials for people listening? Where are you guys at? I don't know. I'm at I am Ryan Phillips on Instagrams. Uh, I'm at Dan Marcella on everything and whatever. Hey, Josh underscore Wills two nine, the most complicated one. Yeah, <laughs> and mine's all at Adam the Skull. Everything else is, of course, at Story of the Year. Everybody, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, suck one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>